couple years down the road, uh, you get real into bees. Right? You start a hive. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, what spurns this new hobby? You just had a lot of had a lot of time on your hands. You were working and stuff, but you just needed a hobby to fill the, the times you weren't working. So you get really <laughs> wait, into wait, bees. Hold on, wait, why? Yeah. Why do I need to fill that time? I mean, when you're not working, most people like have a hobby. I'm not working. Oh, you are working. Okay, but you're saying when I'm not at work, I am, I'm looking for a hobby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, you're looking for something to do. That sounds totally harmless. Yeah. So you're you you work during the day, uh, and you come home at night. You have a little a little beehive, right? It's in your bedroom. It's indoors. Yeah, you're like trying this thing out with like indoor bees. Indoor bees. Yeah, yeah. Oh no! You go to the store and you buy a bouquet of flowers, and you bring it home and you set it right by their little beehive, and you like sit there all day and all night observing them, writing down like their behaviors. You name some of the bees, even though they all look identical. You convince yourself they're like, oh, here comes Soupy Joe. Soupy Joe. Yeah, because he he likes getting Soupy Joe likes getting the nectar. He's the first bee in when it's the soupiest. You know, when there's like a lot of nectar and he can roll around in it and play it and stuff and like get it all over his body. Yeah. He likes him the soupiest and that's Soupy Joe. So he's the first bee in. So you're like, Soupy Joe, here he comes. And you're like, you like watch these bees so much. You get super into bees, right? And uh, one day you get a call from somebody who like knows you like a friend of a friend and they're like man i've got this like i've got all these fucking bees they're like on my car and somebody said to call you because you like know a lot about bees okay so you're like yeah i do i do and you're kind of looking and you're like man i could really here's my like here's my first test you know i could really like bring a lot of bees inside and like try to make them live together in this hive and get sure. this indoor honey uh, and you've been like indoor honey you yeah said? you've been like lighting a lavender candle underneath the hive <laughs> And because you're hoping that like the lavender <laughs> comes up and imbues the honey. So, yeah, you're trying, you're like trying some shit out. It's like revolutionary stuff. Nobody's ever done it before. Um, so, you're like really into bees. And you start taking on more of like an activist role in the bee community. You get like really into like saving the bees, you know? And one day, like, so you get this phone call where you're like, your friend says, hey, there's a, a bunch of bees on my car. So you're like, I'm going to go get them. I'm going to bring them back. I'm going to put them in this hive. I'm going to get this indoor lavender honey. It's going to be great. So you go there and they're like in the, the car's like in the driveway. There's a bunch of bees on the bumper, you know, would you try to take them off? Uh, yeah. Do, do I know how to do all this stuff? Like I'm kind you've of watched, the you've like point. watched a lot of YouTube videos Yeah. and you feel pretty confident about it. Like you've seen, you've seen like courses on how people like remove bees, but you've never done it. Do I have all the equipment with me needed to do it? Yeah. Then I definitely do it. All right. So you, you gracefully <laughs> and carefully remove these bees, right? And you, you put them in this, this box called the bee box. It's just a box in the shape of the letter B. It's really weird. It simulates what the inside of a hive is like. It's once again revolutionary. It's something you came up with. <laughs> cool. Yeah, it's pretty That's great. That's kind of cool. So you you're like holding them in this bee box, and you're like, "All right, I did it." And you kind of like take a step back, and you hold the bees in the air, and you're hit by a car. <laughs> oh. yeah, yeah, 
You're hit by a car. It's going like it's going like 40 miles an hour. They were definitely speeding in a residential area. Um, and so like the B the B box goes flying through the air, right? Uh, you land, your fucking hip is shattered. You know, it, you shit your pants. The B box lands right in front of you, and they're just fucking pissed, and they just start stinging you. Jeez! And so you feel like a little betrayed, but you're also like trying to kind of catch them and put them in your pockets because you want to take them home to your hive. What happened? To, did the car just keep going? No, the car stopped. It was like a whole thing. You you like they they were like, hey, we didn't see you back up into the road, you know, and they're like sorry you know and you're like all right yeah sorry i mean you backed up into the road you were celebrating and they hit you i mean you know whatever they they they're not assholes about it like you go to the hospital you spend uh two months just immobilized uh, a lot of physical therapy so it's like it's gonna it's gonna be a while you know who uh who runs the valve when i'm laid up for two months um new guy in town his name sammy smalls sammy smalls he's a hired gun he's worked he's worked comedy clubs all over <laughs> europe and he's he wants to come run the valve for a little while just to see what america's like he's an eastern european man he's four foot nine he has a he has a custom installed stair at the valve so he can like see up to the counter and stuff <laughs> It's pretty great, Sammy Smalls, and he does a good job. Like he, he, I can't, I, yeah. no, dude, I'm a Sammy Smalls fan. He comes now. and he like visits you in the hospital, and he like meets you, and he like shows you numbers and stuff, and he's like, hey man, everything's in good hands. Like, fuck the dude, yeah. then hell yeah, yeah, he's he's a great dude. I feel great now. Yeah. I feel like yeah, then cool, man. Whatever, however long this takes, it takes. Yeah, he gets up to leave, and he looks you right in the eyes, and he just farts, and then he walks out of the room. But other than that, he's been like a great dude. So you get really into bees, right? You're really into bees, and and this accident happens, and you're like up in the hospital. It's gonna be like you're gonna be laid up for like three months, and then you got you know a year and a half, two years of physical therapy before you're like close to being back to where you were again. You know, so it sucks. Yeah, that's pretty rough. Yeah, so especially knowing it's just my fault. That's. I can't even blame it on anyone. Yeah, and there's so many of those bees died. I mean, does a lot that, of them does died. that like haunt me or something? Yeah, I mean, yeah, because you love bees. <laughs> is Soupy Joe safe? You you know when your heart he is. You can't prove it, but you know he's okay. <laughs> you know. All right, good. Yeah. Okay, then I I focus on my uh, on your recovery? rehabilitation. Yeah. So the bell's in good hands. The bell's in good hands. Soupy Joe is still draws breath. Yeah. Yeah. So you're like uh you're hanging out you're this like fun one. you're like in traction kind of you're you're like your legs are just fucked up and yeah. your hips are broken and uh they bring in your like hospital meal it's like uh turkey and gravy with mashed potatoes there's a little thing of jello apple juice okay so that, it, cuz it's thanksgiving you're spending thanksgiving alone in the fucking hospital no one visits me no not at all Okay. Yeah. Bummer. So, would would you just like eat eat it? Or, I mean, is that yeah? You I would? guess I would just I would sit there and eat it, and I'd go. I know I'm alone, and I'm in traction, and I'm in the hospital, and apparently none of my friends no wanted to visit me or family, but they I'm alive. I could have stuff. easily died. Yeah. Um, I saved some of those bees. Yeah. Life's okay, man. You're 
you look at the the grand scheme of things. I'd so, rather, much rather be eating Thanksgiving with my friends sure. with my body intact. So you you're but, like you know you have this moment of clarity where you're like, all right, you know what? I'm gonna start like looking forward, like you know, today is tomorrow. Sure. You know, and then you're like, I, this, I'm gonna I'm gonna start living my life, and you. So like, you eat this turkey dinner, and to be honest with you, it's the best turkey dinner you've had in your whole fucking life. Every bite is perfectly tender and moist. It's it's incredibly seasoned. It just rocks you to fucking sleep, dude. It's just it, it, oh man, you've never felt you've never felt like you you were just a pool of water before. And you just at that moment you realize like man I am so much liquid. You say it out loud, and the nurse is like, "Huh?" And she holds up a, a vial and it's a full of urine. She's like, "I just took all your liquid." And then she laughs. You guys have like a thing. It's real weird. So she walks out. So you but you, you eat this turkey dinner. It's great. You eat the Jello and it's great. And uh, you lift up. They have like a little thing where the where they have like a like a napkins and stuff. And you pick it up, and when you pick it up, there's just like a little table tent on there, and there's a circle with an L in the middle of it. Oh no! And you pick it up and turn around. And the other side says you've been chosen. You know, <laughs> and you feel your heartbeat. You feel it like kind of quicken, and then as soon as you kind of like start to slow it down, you're like consciously like figuring in on, on like a tempo of your heart. As soon as your heart reaches that exact tempo, your phone rings. It says unknown. Do you answer it? Yeah, immediately. And they go, Pat. Pat, hi. This is uh, Cynthia from the Lionel X Corporation. Hope you're doing okay. Say, we had a little income earning opportunity we wanted to talk to you about. You got a second? Yeah. She goes, well, we have a new line of uh, outdoor wear for beekeepers. And uh, we want you to to kind of try it out. We think it'll have some medicinal benefits to you as well. Okay, I would say, uh, Cynthia, uh-huh. a couple questions. Yeah. How did you know that I was into bees? She also, was, how did you laughs. know I was here? And, and she, how did you get this card to me? And she just laughs. She goes, Pat, I, I don't know. I just answer the phone. All right. How much is how much does you pay? And what exactly is the gig? If you could explain it more. She said, so all you have to do, we have a, it's a pendant. You would just wear it around your neck. It has some magnets in it. There's some ink and gold, a lot of different things, uh, some proprietary stuff. And uh, we just want you to wear this pendant and see if it'll help you feel better. And it's supposed to give you a calming aura around these bees. Okay. And there may be some medicinal properties too. You might feel better. Are there risks uh, involved? Like, are there any side effects? Uh, she goes, well, we're testing things out. You know, it's not like made of poison or anything. It's not going to hurt you. It's it's a pendant. Sure. You know you what? Know? I'm in. Okay. She goes, okay, well, we'll just have it sent to you. And then uh, so an orderly walks in. He goes, hey, just got this for you. And it was a package. <laughs> no, no. And it's stamped. It says L on it. Oh, Cynthia. Yeah. She goes, okay, sounds like it's there. Well, let us know if you have any questions. And she hangs up on you. I have, I have so many questions for her. So you open the box. And inside the box, uh, all the little packing peanuts are shaped like bees. Every one of them. <laughs> and you pull the you pull the pendant out. It's probably like a box that's like six by six. It's a cube. You pull the pendant out. It's on like a little flat board. It's got a little bee on it. You put it on. Uh, I examine it. What is it made out of? It looks kind of like a 
copperish gold in color. It feels just metallic. Yeah, I put it on. So you put it on, and all of those uh, little packing peanut bees, they look a little different now. They look like actual bees. And they sort of come up out of the box, and they kind of like do a dance in front of you, in front of your face. They dance? Yeah, they kind of like dance around to signify that they're like unified and, and kind of together. Is you know? it, do I take it as a threatening thing? No. Okay. Then I just roll with it, man. So I love bees. When you're, you start to feel better. Like you can almost feel your bones joining back and going <laughs> back into place. And you're like, holy shit, this is insane. And it yeah. definitely makes you feel better. And when you, you kind of like look across the room, the bees like go across the room. And you kind of like look back and then they go the other way. And then you can kind of like, you like direct them like around a corner where you can't see. And when they're out of sight, you can like see them in your field of vision. Like it's an overlay over what you see with your eyes. Oh, okay. Well, that's pretty you, cool. What would you do? Um, that's cool. I would definitely explore that as soon as I got out of the hospital. Okay. But I don't really see how it benefits me to do that now. I feel like in a closed environment like a hospital building, they're going to notice pretty quickly a, a group of bees. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to hide them, wait till I get out, okay. and then just go to a field somewhere and just train with these bees. Because this fucking rules yeah this is the best one we've ever done so you uh so do you like keep the pendant on yeah oh okay. yeah so you what when you wear the pendant like the bees are like a swarm of bees so you can take them off and they'll go back in the box and just be like little b-shaped packing okay peanuts. that's what i do I, I take uh that's what i do i take the pendant off yeah um i put those bees away i kind of just i put the box underneath my uh my bed yeah I mean, you can't because you can't move very well. Oh, but right, right, you, right. You're like, you kind of like lean over. And you're like, holy shit, it feels like a lot better. It still hurts and it's still not. You can tell that it's not fixed, but it feels way better. So what I, th- I think my strategy would be every once in a while. Like what when would I it know, be? <laughs> I would wait until I knew there was like not a high chance of anyone coming to my room. Okay. Um. So I would I would probably know my schedule at that point. So I'd yeah. know that okay at this time they come in to feed me. At yeah, this yeah, time yeah. they come into whatever. So I know when my next you know yeah free chunk of time is. Yeah, I would wait until then. Okay, and I put the pendant back on. Okay, and I would uh, see if it healed me more. So yeah, that night like that day, but you you wouldn't wear it during the day, right? No, oh, not if I knew there was a high chance of me being caught. Okay, so the, like your doctor comes in and like would you tell her that like you feel better? Yeah, I would say I would say I feel better. Yeah, I wouldn't tell her why. And she goes, "You look better." And she like, like tests your vitals and like everything's good. She goes, "You seem like a lot." She's like, "You feel that much better." Yeah, I, I feel a lot better actually. And she goes, "Well, you might be a little ahead of schedule." And she goes, "Well, we'll send you down and and uh, we're gonna give you an X ray, right?" Yeah, dude. And then it comes back and she gets the results like later that afternoon. She goes, "This is insane." Because you're not like healed all the way, but like a lot of the density is there. And, yeah. Like, everything looks like it's in place. Like it's growing back together. This is miraculous. Let's say, doctor, how quickly do you think I could get out of here? She goes, man, if, if you progress like this, you'd be in here a day or two at most. 
this is she goes pat but this is something unreal like this is i've never seen anything like this i go wow that's crazy i'm like well time to go back to my bed i guess so she's just like she's like i gotta call my husband she tells her husband it repairs their marriage it's like a beautiful thing and (laughs) wait hold on who's her what does her husband do he's a what's his name tyler (laughs) tyler what morrison (laughs) and what's this doctor's name uh jeanette morrison okay it's really weird that she told him that yeah they've had like a couple rough patches yeah but she's like she she tells him that she's like i believe in love again and like it it just repairs their marriage all right that's got to feel good yeah this is so that night you like put the pendant back on this is this man this is so good okay i put that i dude i as soon as i know i have time yeah i put that fucking pendant on and i wear it with pride so you put the pendant on and you're like wearing it you know and then uh you're like sitting there like watching TV and you feel like there comes a point where you feel just everything kind of click back into place. And you're like, there it is. I'm like, I feel, I feel better than I've ever felt. Right. Yeah. And then, uh, so you, you just like, what would you do? Would you wait till the morning or would you just like leave? What would you do? Yeah. As soon as I know that I'm better. Yeah. I jump out, grab that box. Yeah. I check myself out. Yeah. So you like try to check yourself out and they're like, we think you should really wait till I, tomorrow. I, I, I dude, examine me. I, you're going to see that I'm better. And they're like, we can't, you have to like wait till tomorrow. Like we can't just, there's nobody here to give you an X right now. Like we think you should wait. Like you've suffered a lot of injuries. I go, all right, you know what? You're right. I apologize. Yeah. You're just, you're doing your job. You know, what's best for me. Yeah. I'm sorry. Sorry guys. I go back. I'm not yeah. going to cause a scene. Okay. I know that tomorrow I'm going to escape. And I'm gonna have bees under my command. So you do. So you they 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 give you the X-ray and they're like, holy shit! Like everything is fine. And you like you like you're jumping up around and shit. And you're showing like I feel great. I feel yeah. better than I ever felt. And they're like this is miraculous. Like please keep us updated. And so you you will do. You Thank leave, you for right? your hard work. And so what would you do? What was like the first thing you'd do? I go to a, a field. Yeah. Nearest my house. Yeah. And I just practice with these bees so you control them i try to see what i can do yeah how i want to see how they respond is it yeah. like do they do exactly what i say is yes. it kind of a vague thing is you're directing them like almost like it's telepathic or then i just practice so you you're like when they're moving around they're in the shape of your face so like a swarm <laughs> of bees that's in the shape of your face yeah right and as you like give commands with your mouth like it same thing your mouth opens oh that's weird and if you ever if you ever like if you ever like oh shit and you say something it's not related it'll still say it it's it's awesome so you're like running these beads around you know and you're just like you're having the time of your fucking life you know and would you try to like solve any crimes or like yeah after i am after i figured it out yeah yeah i would i would try to solve some crimes so you buy like a cb radio yeah. You buy a bunch of police scanner. You buy a bunch of like a cat burglar outfit, a lot of black sweats. They're, they're real tight. Like it's more like leggings. You're not leaving a lot to the imagination. You, you want to be like <laughs> sleek and mean? fast. You're wearing like a very sensual outfit. <laughs> Why would I do that? Because you feel like it's going to make you sleeker and faster and less visible. Sure. All right. So do I have, do I have, do I have like, a mask at least? Do people yeah, know yeah, it's yeah. me? No, people don't know it's you. So you're like, you, you hear on the CB radio, there's a, a, a bank robbery. Where? place 
at the First Bank of Austin downtown. All right. I I'm going there. So you go there and you see like uh these two guys in a car. They're like kind of like running out. You pull up just as they're getting ready to leave. What would you do? I sick my fucking bees on them, dude. So you have the pendant, right? And yeah. the car's like coming towards you and you set the bees out towards the car. Fuck yeah. The car uh speeds up. And the bees just, they're bugs. They get smashed against the windshield. Oh, uh, what? And when they get smashed in your skull, also get smashed and your fucking brain gets crushed and you die on the pavement. <laughs> the bees got smashed by a windshield because they're fucking bees. They're just bugs. They got smashed by a car because that's what happens to bugs. And I didn't your realize, brain got I didn't realize our way. lives were linked like that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Damn, they got smashed. Your brain, I, your brain just got liquefied. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be honest with you, Aaron. That's okay, man. For the first time yeah. ever, that's okay because <laughs> I got to control bees. Yeah, man. This one fucking ruled. <laughs> this was a good one, man. I really enjoyed it. That was really fun. Cool. That fucking ruled. This podcast rules, dude. That's <laughs> great.